0: Here's your conservative
1: but not bitter host, Todd Huff. Well, that is right. You are listening here to the Home of Conservative Not Bitter Talk. I'm your host, Todd Huff, and folks, I don't know how folks at the uh, at CNN, how does anyone believe a word that is spoken there? It's absolutely unbelievable when you stop and Put together all that's happening here at CNN with fake news. Trump was right. Fake news. Very fake news. We've known this all along. We're going to talk. The amount of things that we have learned, which, again, we knew in some respect. But the amount of things that we have learned about CNN here by this Project Veritas expose, I guess you would call this. It's just, it's truly unbelievable. It really is. So we have directors at CNN on camera, on hidden camera, telling Project Veritas investigative reporters that they are engaged in propaganda, that they helped get... Biden elected and helped get President Trump out of office. We have a director at CNN saying that he was happy. He that they were uh, the, the COVID numbers on the side of the screen were good for the network. If it bleeds, it leads. I mean, these are things that we always have known. But to hear hear the the network, <clears throat> excuse me, to hear the network admit this is it. It should it should be the end of CNN. It will not be. It will not be. Many people won't even pay attention to this. Many people do not care. But this is what today's media is engaged in. This is, we've said this on this program from the very beginning. We are dealing, we are dealing with professional deceivers, propagandists, liars, folks that want to affect the outcome of the political discourse, not to provide you with information, to provide me with information. They want instead for us to have a series of uh, they they want to they want to walk us through the process of coming to the conclusions that they've decided that we need to draw. It is a powerful force, my friends. It is a powerful force. It is. The exact opposite of what we engage in here every day. You tune in, and you're very wise to do so. You tune in. I, we talk. We walk through the issues of the day. I articulate and explain my thinking and positions, and you critically think about them. You critically think about the issues. I try to make an argument, a case, I present information to you, I explain why it matters, I try to make points and so forth, and I leave it up to you to draw the conclusion. The, the thing is, it is, the truth is a powerful force. The tr- I don't need to try to trick people into coming to the same conclusions that I've drawn because, again, I think logic and truth and facts, and what we know about human nature, the role of government, those things, the more that we understand and come to grips with that, the more we make decisions that are in line with constitutional conservatism. That is not how the media operates. You see, liberalism liberalism is, is an emotion. I wish more people understood this. It is an emotion. It is not a series of thought-out Positions. It is, a, it is a tool, it is a method, it is an ideology that is used to further the political agenda of the lovers of big government. That's why I say, and we've got lots of things on the plate today that we're going to touch on and get into. We've got D.C. statehood being introduced. We have, of course, we've got H.R. 1 out there, the For the People Act. We've got packing legislation of packing the Supreme Court introduced even before Biden's little commission even gets off the ground. We've got a committee that has, in the House, that has voted to explore, to have another commission, another commission look into the possibility of having reparations paid to descendants of slaves by people who were not descendants of slaves. By the way, those people never held slaves. Thank goodness. America has improved. We have all these crazy things happening, and they are all designed to further the liberal cause, and they are all, are all designed to give the government more power liberalism is a strategy it is not an ideology folks it really isn't it is a strategy to get people to say "Ooh, i don't like that and then immediately look to government to solve the problem that is what it is that is it it is nothing more than that that is what it is and that is why the media is so important in this because of the tactics and the strategies and the I don't know, just the way that they deliver, the way that they, I guess, not deliver, but the way that they, the way that they deliver the news, certainly, but also the way that that, the delivery of that news wears down, I guess, the senses and the sensibilities of the people who listen to it. It gets people fired up and into a fury or gets some emotional attachment to an issue, To where they've almost become unable to be satisfied with anything other than the government stepping in and solving the problem, which always, always includes one or all of these things. It includes higher taxes, less liberty, fewer choices, more mandates and dictates by the government itself. This is what happens. This is what they do. This is who they are. The first thing I want to do here, the first thing I want to do here is play a sound bite, play a sound bite from CNN. This is a Project Veritas video. Charlie Chester, CNN technical director, being asked about, um, being asked about. Propaganda. Being asked about how, what exactly that is and how more specifically does the media and even CNN engage in said propaganda. Here is what Mr. Chester has to say.
0: If the agenda, say, is to, like, get, like, Matt Gates right now, he's this like, Republican, like, uh, he's a problem for the Democratic Party because he's so conservative. Right? And he could cause a lot of hiccups in passing of laws. And, uh, so it's, it would be great for the Democratic Party to get him out. So we're going to keep running those stories to keep hurting him and make it so that it can't be buried and, like, just... You know, you know, settled outside of court and just like, you know, uh if we keep pushing that, it's helping us. That's propaganda. It's helping us in some way.
1: Okay. If you had trouble hearing that again there's background noise. These I I hesitate, go back and forth sometimes whether I wanna play these, but it's it's good enough audio that I think you can hear it, but some sometimes it's a little challenging to hear. Basically what he said was what he said was he used the example of Matt Gates he said it's propaganda because it's helping us it's helping us CNN what why would reporting on any issue be designed to help CNN if they were truly engaged in news which of course we know they're not we know these jokers are not we know Jeff Zucker has no interest in just the reporting of news we know Jeff Zucker wants to instead he wants to instead lead you lead me lead Americans of course it won't work on us but to lead Americans to a certain conclusion and that conclusion in this case with Matt Gates the example used here is to harm an individual that is a conservative Mouthpiece in the U.S. Congress, as I said earlier, I don't know if it was this week or last, but they are terrified. The media is literally unable to sleep at night in the wake of President Trump. They they have post traumatic Trump syndrome. They are incapable, incapable of going through another four years with a, a candidate or a president like. Trump was. And so if anyone appears on the scene that has any sort of similarities to President Trump, Matt Gates and Ron DeSantis come to mind. They're going to go completely in on destroying the individual. And that's effectively what this director, Charlie uh, technical director Charlie Chester of CNN that is what he's admitting. Folks, this admission alone, this admission alone should cause people to really question why they're even turning on the channel at CNN. Now, I know it might be entertaining, and I'll admit that sometimes I watch for the entertainment factor. I like to watch from time to time tough guy Chris Cuomo go back and forth with the liberal lunatic Don Lemon. Who has, by the way, he tells us, been confused as being or accused of being too conservative (laughs) in the past. I'll never forget that. He's been accused of being conservative. He's been accused of being liberal. Don Lemon has been accused of being a conservative. Whoever accused Don Lemon of being a conservative has no idea, literally, has no idea as to the definition of conservatism. But this, in and of itself, this, in and of itself, admitting that the place that you work is designed is is utilizing and engaging in propaganda propaganda because it helps us what does that even mean if you're a true news organization what does that mean helping you shouldn't shouldn't helping you be just communicating information we are so far past that we are so far past that my friend the media cannot be trusted the media again, is nothing more, there are few and far between, there are exceptions to this rule, but the media is ultimately nothing more than professional deceivers and propagandists. And here we have someone working in the industry at CNN admitting as such. So this is just the beginning of CNN's problems and kudos to Project Veritas and James O'Keefe for going out there and doing the work of candidly real journalism. What James O'Keefe is engaged in is real journalism. And you look at the attacks that he and his organization have endured over the years, especially as it pertained to going after Planned Parenthood, which is effectively the uh, what I want to say, the you know, I've I've said liberalism is a is a religion to the radical left. And I would say Planned Parenthood is the equivalent of the the high council, the sanhedrin, I don't know the a council of churches, their church I mean this is the this is the pinnacle for the radical radical godless left, but anyway, they went after him pretty hard there they're, they're going to come after him hard again because he's exposing them for who they really are. The question is who's paying attention to this, and do the average does the average American actually care? quick timeout. You're listening here to the home of conservative Not Bitter Talk. I am your host, Todd Huff, back here in just a minute. Welcome back, my friends. By the way, I usually say this off the top of the program, top of the program, but I'll say it here. Case you're tuning in you know, on your way into work or whatever the case may be. You can always go back to, you can always go back to and download the full episode as a podcast, Toddhuffshow.com slash podcast. But if you have questions, comments, feedback, yes, even adoration and praise will be accepted by this host. You can email me Todd at TodhufShow By the way, I do also want to mention that this program is brought to you in part by r&r products r&r products is family owned and operated they have a full showroom located in danville just a little bit west of indianapolis down us 36 outside just west of indy they have hardwood laminate vinyl carpet tile flooring uh, products and much much more ready to assist each customer they have great prices. In fact, if you're looking for flooring, I just encourage you, maybe you're, I don't know, doing a a remodel or you just want to change the carpet or the flooring in the kitchen or bathroom or wherever, living room, bedroom. Visit their website, randrproducts.com. That's spelled out, the letter R, then A-N-D, rproducts.com, randrproducts.com or call them I think you'll find that their prices are really, really tough to beat. So check them out, Jeff and his team at R&R Products, rnrproducts.com. So let's get back to the media here. This is – it it is – I guess having followed this for – the better part of my life, and having first been made made aware of this myself by um, Rush Limbaugh, this is not in, entirely surprising to me. But there is still something that is surprising to to experience it. Right? It, it's still I. This doesn't shock me, but it still, at the same time, is just so hard to believe that we've. I guess allowed this. I, I, I don't know. There's there's just something that says if if there's a hidden camera, a pri you know a an expose an expose It's just an expose. If if there's an expose that shows your employees, your directors on camera saying that they engaged in propaganda, saying that they were wishing the COVID numbers. We're higher on that ticker on the side of the screen because it engages and makes people want to tune in. When you're cheering for that, you would think in a sane world that there would be repercussions and consequences for you. Now, I will say this. I did see a headline here. Tough guy Chris Cuomo's ratings are 45% down as compared with January's rating, well, I guess a week in January, week of January 25th, compared to the week of April 5th, there's a 45% decrease in viewership. And so those are the sorts of things that fuel that fuel what the executives and what Jeff Zucker are looking at. They look at the numbers and they say, man, We need another crisis. We need another city in flames. I mean, as sad as this is to say, you start to begin to to wonder, what are these folks really rooting for? And while ratings are certainly important, I'm here to tell you that that's not the only thing that matters to these folks. It's not just a bunch of greedy capitalists rooting for something to happen so that they can get you to tune into their network. That is a part of this, and I don't want to gloss over that. And again, that's not an indictment against capitalism. That is an indictment against a certain type of capitalist. As William F. Buckley said, the problem with socialism is socialism. The ideology itself is broken. It doesn't matter if you're a good or bad socialist. All that matters is it is a broken system, and it just doesn't work. He continued to say the problem with capitalism are capitalists, meaning the system is good. However, if you have an individual or a group of people that, say, run CNN, for example, who are willing to compromise principles and to make choices that are not good choices, choices that are rooted in deceit or in glamorizing and sensationalizing the news, trying to get people emotionally involved. I've got other sound bites here that we'll get to as the program comes together. But look, if you're admitting that your network finds that people are more engaged and more tuned in whenever you've made a personal connection and you've emotionalized something personally to them, and then you want to blame President Trump for the past four years... It seems to me that that is an admission, is it not? Isn't it an admission of where we are as a society today? Isn't that an admission? Isn't that simply saying that you've stirred the pot enough to where people really are to the point to where they, I mean, folks hate Trump. That's not a coincidence. That was deliberately designed. That was the intention. That was the the desired outcome of the coverage that he had gotten for the past four-plus years now. That was what they hoped to achieve, absolute hatred for the man. And it's remarkable. If, if Trump were anybody else, the chances that he would have gotten 10 votes in the nation would have been near zero because of the negative publicity, 90, what was it, 90-some percent. Media Research Council, MRC, looks at this and they studied it and it was regularly the case that 90 plus percent of the news coverage in fact i think one month it was 99 percent or something and i think the only so-called positive news was when they would say something like president trump's birthdays this month and then probably in the next sentence say well adolf hitler had a birthday too so trump has to be racist but this is this is the kind of stuff we have to contend with And CNN leads the way in this particular area. But they're not the only ones that do it. They're not the only ones that do it. Have you ever wondered how you can watch, and I don't know, I used to do this, I don't anymore. But let's say the evening news comes on and you turn the channel at the beginning of the show and you look at the lead story. Now sometimes it's understandable what the lead is. But other times it's just, there's so many things going on. There's so many things going on that networks cannot possibly have the same lead, right? Except that they do. And then they start using the same words in their descriptions. I'll never forget back when President, well, at the time it was candidate George W. Bush, was looking for a running mate. And he had Dick Cheney begin that process. And at the end of the process, he basically said to Dick Cheney, I've been thinking about this and I think you should be my running mate. And the media said that that ticket doesn't have enough, you remember this if you follow politics, gravitas. Gravitas. I think, I don't know, because this has been, what, uh, 20, 21 years ago, I guess. Maybe 22 when when the campaign started. But I don't think I'd ever really heard the media ever use that term. Maybe not even one time. You know how Google, they have those little graphs that show the, the the frequency of how much a word was used during a certain time in history, nineteen fifties and sixties and seventies, and it's got that little graph. There would be a this this would be a peak. It would be a flat line near zero for the word, word gravitas, and then in two thousand it would jump to the top of the screen for like a week and then it would fall down. How in the world do media members across networks All the guests, how do they all use the word gravitas? What are the chances of that? How many times have you used the word gravitas? How many of you may be going right now to look up what the word gravitas even means? Right? And I don't fault you if you do. I'm just saying this is not a common phrase, a term, a word. How do all of the media, how does virtually every person in the media begin using a a term like this? Right? Right? This is, th- folks. This is coordinated. The deceit. Uh, this is intentional. It's inexcusable, and, and there, there's no way that a serious-minded person who knows this information that Project Veritas is, is revealed. Which, by the way, many people won't. They won't know it because they either don't. It's not made available to them where they get their information, or they don't care in some cases, or they don't know what to make of it, and they think, well, Fox News is the same way. And I'm not here to defend Fox News or Newsmax or anybody else for that matter. Here to defend this program if need be. But it's just remarkable that they even can can broadcast. We have the news playing here in the background. It is not on CNN. But in a sane world, they, I, would tune, I would have Oz flip the channel on and there would be nothing but static. CNN has been removed from the air because we're not, we've been exposed as being frauds. That's what should happen when I hit that, hit that button here, but it is not the case. They'll probably get some kind of award for this anyway along in the segment. Come back, play some other sound bites here. You're listening to the Home of Conservative Not Better Talk. I am your host, Todd Huff, back in just a minute. Welcome back. By the way, if you're watching the video stream, I've gotten some messages this morning that there's uh, been some issues the past couple days. We're going to look into that. Our speeds here are good, but I've been told to maybe look at the some of the platforms we use. There might be some settings we need to adjust to uh, to actually send that signal out more quickly. And we're going to look at that. So, apologize if you're watching on whatever video platform that you may be watching this show on. And by the way, you can tell from watching said video platform, I've got a face for radio. Anyway, so let's look here more. CNN, Project Veritas expose, sitting down with, again, one of the undercover reporters here, this gentleman, Charlie Chester, technical director, CNN, talking about the importance of emotionalizing the news, talking about uh really kind of rooting for an increase in the covid numbers and it's just remarkable stuff remarkable stuff again this is a, a this is a, again an organization a company that tells us it's the most trusted name in news give me a break this is this is pathetic listen listen to this again he's in a They're at lunch, so there's some background noise, but I think the audio is pretty decent considering all things. Just take a listen to this.
0: Sad news doesn't do well with ratings. You know, like, if you can get someone... And passion, that does really well rated. Sad news back to back to back doesn't do really well unless it affects them directly. COVID, gangbusters are rated, rated right? Which is why we constantly have the death toll on the side, which I have a major problem with that we're tallying how many people die every day. Because I'd even look at it and be like, look at it and be like, let's make it higher. Like, why isn't it high enough, you know, today? Like, it would make our point better if it was higher and I'm like what am I or that's a problem that yeah. we're doing it, you know like this special red phone ring yeah. and they pick it up and it's like the head of the network being like there's nothing that you're doing right now that makes me want to stick put the numbers back up because that's the most enticing thing that we have so put it back up so like things like that are constantly talked about I mean there's no such thing as um, unbiased news, with any reporter oh, no. on CNN. Okay. What they're actually doing is they're telling the person what to say. It's always like leading them in a direction before they even open their mouth. And the only people that we will let on the air, for the most part, are people that have a proven track record of taking the bait. Hmm.
1: So, a lot to unpack there. Rooting for higher COVID numbers, then realizing that that's kind of sick. He said the COVID was gangbusters for the ratings. And then you have to stop and think okay, if COVID's gangbusters for the ratings, and I'll probably get censored for this, YouTube, just a heads up, I guess. I'm just asking the question. I'm just asking the question here. But if COVID, if this is the if these are the discussions that are happening, led by Mark, or excuse me, I'm calling Mark Zuckerberg, uh, Jeff Zucker, if these are the conversations with that CNN and Jeff Zucker are having behind the scenes, and they say, man, COVID was good for our ratings, it made our ratings go gangbusters. If Zucker is calling on the red phone. While CNN is on the air and telling people, hey, I don't want to stay tuned in right now. We need to put some more numbers up for COVID. We got to make people feel some sort of emotional connection to this. Let's terrify the living hell out of these people. Get it back up there. Is it not reasonable to ask maybe, just maybe, in the grand scheme of things, some of what's being reported on COVID may be in, influenced by that sort of thinking? Is that, is that a fair question? YouTube, I'm just asking the question. I'm not making a definitive claim here that's contrary to to science. I'm actually asking questions that all people should be asking. Is it possible that these jokers who think like this, who act like this, who are willing to operate without with truly zero integrity, none, no integrity here, if these folks are only worried about whatever and impacting talk about influencing elections, they've admitted to that as well. Influencing elections. They said we played the bite, the sound bite yesterday where they they said we got President Trump out of the office, out of the presidency. We got Biden in. We showed him in his aviators. We showed him jogging, showed him basically as a young geriatric is what they said. A young, ger- maybe that's what I should start calling Biden the young geriatric president. Anyway, is it not fair to ask that question about COVID? Maybe, maybe if the if if CNN knows that COVID was gangbusters for the ratings, as this guy puts it, maybe, just maybe, if they find themselves cheering for the numbers, the COVID numbers to go up, maybe. Maybe they're looking for people to come on there, as he says here at the end. We don't even put someone on camera unless they basically say these sorts of things and take the bait, which is what we want them to do and say. We want a bunch of mind numb robots out there as journalists or people who are engaged in uh, you know willingly understand the and knowingly understand the game and are prepared to do whatever it takes to keep their positions and continue the propaganda and the nonsense. But is it not conceivable that maybe, just maybe, these jokers would be telling us news and information designed to ignite that emotion within us, the fear, the uncertainty with COVID? I think it's a completely fair thing to ask. Timeout's in order. Sit tight. Back here in just a minute. Welcome back. By the way, program brought to you in part by our friends at Economy Heating, Air Conditioning, and Plumbing. John and his team, they have special financing available 24-7 service. In fact, we I just spoke with John yesterday. We have a website called supportouradvertisers.com. This is not up yet, but we're doing this with our advertisers we have a a conversation with them about their business and so forth and we're going to we're going to post that on the support our com page which i encourage you to check out this is this is fighting back against the cancel culture instead of saying i don't want to do business with someone who doesn't agree with me how about i give those who help make this program possible help provide you know the, the content that you're listening to why don't you why don't we give them a chance to earn our business? And so part of that I want people to hear directly from the advertisers about their business. And so, but I had a great conversation with Jod. Great conversation with Jod. Also spoke with Free G yesterday, which is never a dull moment there. But anyway, more information. Economy is the website address 317 831 527 Nine three one seven eight three one five two seven nine. Economy, heating, air conditioning, and plumbing. When you think of Nancy Pelosi, what is the first thing that comes to mind? I'll give you a moment here because in an interview with, I think it was USA Today, that could be Newsweek, they're all the same, right? They're all the same to me. They all do what CNN does. Anyway, so in an interview with USA, I think it was USA Today, she Tells the journalist, the so-called journalist, who knows, I mean, chances that this was a real journalist is probably less than 5%, but just statistically speaking, she says, and, and talking about the day of the insurrection, January 6th, 2021, day of the insurrection, she, Nancy Pelosi, when she was running from the insurrectionists, as they've called this, um, she wasn't, she said if they would have found her, they would have had a fight on their hands. I mean, street fighter, does street fighter come to mind when you think of Nancy Pelosi and her, you know, expensive clothing and jewelry and all that kind of stuff. And I've got no problem with that. I'm just saying the street, does street fighter come up in the top 10 million words you would use to describe Nancy Pelosi. I will say she's a political fighter. She's fighting for the wrong thing. She does know how to get people to go along with her. She's held on to this position in power for a long time. That should raise questions, by the way. Anyway, Nancy Pelosi tells us she's a street fighter. She actually would have mixed it up. I don't know if she's been training with tough guy Chris Cuomo. I don't know what's been going on here, but she thinks she can mix it up with the insurrection. So I guess it wasn't as bad, I guess. I don't know as the media has been saying, with uh, people walking into her speaker's office and all that sort of thing. Of course, it should not have happened. At all. I'm, I'm just saying, give me a break. Don't tell me you're going to mix it up with these folks. <laughs> Nancy Pelosi. What is she, 80? She's 80-something. Anyway, so a couple things that are going on out there that we're going to pay attention to. We paid attention to them already, but now they're starting to move forward. Reparations, D.C. statehood are leading the charge, and of course, so is court packing, Supreme Court packing. All those things have been introduced moving forward, at least in beginning the process. So we'll talk about those as the, week, uh, the weeks unfold here. Got to take a time out, though. You're listening to Conservative Not Better Talk. I'm your host, Todd Huff. Back in a minute. friends again the issues we're gonna be unpacking here in the days and weeks to come include court packing include reparations include uh dc statehood all those things have been at least have been moving forward there's a commission to study reparations legislation a bill has been introduced to show dc uh, to create dc as a state which there's a lot i want to say about that but i wanted to talk about CNN and Project Veritas. This is important stuff. Media plays such a critical role in the exchange of information today. So anyway, out of time for today. Thanks so much for listening. SDG. See you tomorrow. Take care.